Welcome back to uh, the podcast. I'm Red. This is Red on the NFL. And uh, typically we would have James here with us, uh, but he's on vacation right now with family. So happy Thanksgiving to you, James, and your family. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone who's listening. Um, this is going to be quite a interesting uh, week here in the NFL. We are doing a Thanksgiving Day uh, several games, as we typically do. Uh, so it's kind of a, a fun week in football for a lot of people. Uh, get to sit down with family, maybe some people you haven't got to see in a while, and get to watch football with everybody, get to enjoy a good meal. So it's it's quite exciting. Um, but, I mean, there's been a lot of things happen here recently in the NFL, uh, such as uh, an injury in Justin Fields, uh, false rumors against Nagy, uh, Tim Boyle, he's now getting a start in uh, in the game here on Thursday against Chicago. So, and he did not have an impressive college career, uh, to say the least. Uh, I challenge anyone to look up his stats through his college career. It was not impressive at all. Um, something like a negative 120 odd uh, rushing yards and 13 interceptions to every two touchdown passes or something like that how he made an NFL roster stayed in the NFL and now is getting a start it's a miracle um, this man should be incredibly proud for however he got doing whatever he's doing but congratulations to him I don't see the Lions looking very impressive in their game uh, so this week's going to be a little bit different. Like I said, we don't have James with us, uh, but we're going to kind of walk our way through last week, uh, some of the games, some of the scores, um, and in my fantasy lineup, how that kind of worked out for me. Um, made quite a bit of moves, and we'll kind of talk about them, why I made the moves that I made, and uh, and then we're going to kind of work our way into the next week and uh, move forward with it. So let's get into it. Uh, last week, we have... Starting us out on Thursday night, we had, oh, who did we have on Thursday night? I'm entirely sorry here for this one. Um, Thursday night, we had the Patriots and the Falcons. Uh, I actually forgot about this game because of the walkaway blowout we had on the Patriots and 25-0. to um, Did not much to say there. Uh, the Patriots... Seem to have everything going for him. 22 of 26 for Mac Jones. 207 yards. Looked really good out on the field. Uh, not too much issues there on his end. And then we go to Matt Ryan. And he is struggling. Um, and then so they pulled him. And then they put Josh Rosen in. And he only throws three passes. One of them being intercepted. Um, and they pull him. And then they put in their third string quarterback. He throws an interception on his only one pass of the game. It's not looking good for this team. Um, so, Falcons are now 4-6 and six on the year where the Patriots go 7-4. and Kind of saw that one coming, guys. We all kind of saw that one coming. Um, then we had the Ravens just barely beat the Bears. And I wasn't able to watch this game. It wasn't televised where I was at. But I was watching the game cast on my phone. And I was excited for the Bears uh, when I saw this game was getting as close as it was. We just couldn't pull through and get the victory. So, uh, very upsetting. But nonetheless, we were able to hang in there and kind of impressed. Like I said, we didn't have uh, Justin Fields for a portion of that game uh, due to his injuries. But we uh, 
we still put points up on the board and made an interesting game coming down the stretch um, in the fourth quarter. Um, so that, that goes with that game. Nothing too crazy. The Vikings upset the Packers. Uh, I did not see that one coming. Not at all. Uh, the Vikings kept the game close all game long, and I thought they were going to choke, as they typically do, and they didn't. Uh, the Packers ended up losing this one 31-34. Kirk Cousins seemed to, to find the right receivers, and the one receiver I was really impressed with this game, again, Justin Jefferson. He had two touchdowns, 169 yards. He's having a great second-year performance following his incredible rookie year. And this is a guy we got to look out for in fantasy. Uh, everyone wants to pick up Thielen, but I'm saying skip Thielen and go to Jefferson. He seems to be the hot target here. He seems to be the guy that they're going to look in that deep ball for. They're going to give him a very large target share. I would stick with Justin Jefferson as far as you could go. So if you're able to work something out and get Jefferson, he's an incredible pickup. But unfortunately, at this part in the year, that doesn't seem to happen very often. But if you have Thielen, you're still doing very good. Uh, just not as good as the Thielen guys right now. And I think James would back me up on this one. He has Thielen and I have um, Jefferson in two different leagues. And week in and week out, we discuss our teams. And it seems to be that Jefferson is just a higher producing fantasy player week in and week out. And it's been this way since he's had his blowout game mid-season last year so um i like justin jefferson over adam thielen in this team and this team's still out uh irv smith due to his injury he's going to be out all all season long obviously tyler conklin is uh stepping up big time for this team uh kj osborne he's also stepping up a little bit nothing too crazy out of these two guys but this team is definitely uh wanting that irv smith back and I, I think this team can be a very strong team if they can have all their pieces healthy uh, for a full season. Uh, just look what they did. I mean, they beat the Packers. And that's that's a hard thing to do right now because going into that game, they were 8-2, and two, and they were looking to go 9-2. And, two, and uh, with the loss, now they're sitting at 8-3. and three. So congratulations to the Vikings on that one. I would have never seen that one happening. Uh Going through, another upset we had was the Titans uh, losing to the Texans 22-13. to I would never have predicted that. The Dolphins over the Jets, flip of a coin in that game. I mean, all kinds of craziness. Uh, the Cowboys ended up losing to the Chiefs and a pretty good showing on the Chiefs. And I, I think they're starting to turn their season around, starting to get those wins back. And uh, I'm quite impressed now with the Chiefs. Not saying that they have what it takes to be a, a Super Bowl contender, but definitely a good playoff run team. Uh, Dak Prescott, in my opinion, he's still got it. Uh, obviously, last week was not his week. I'm throwing two interceptions, no touchdowns. But he seems to have the airmail on all of his completed attempts. I mean, he had 216 yards on 28 attempts, or 28 completions. He did throw 43 attempts, so 28 of 43, not a good completion percentage. 
but still he's able to put up 216 yards. If he can convert some more of those com- uh, attempts into completions, he might have more touchdowns on the board. That all makes sense and everything, but he's he just didn't get it done against the Chiefs defense, which seems to be pretty porous this year, which kind of scares me for him. But I'm not holding out on him. I, I think Dak Prescott is going to turn it around this next week. Um, he's going to have another great week. He seems to be that guy. And then on the other side of the ball in Kansas, I had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire sitting on the bench, and he ran for a touchdown, 63 yards on 12 carries. And like I said, this this offense looked like the offense that we're used to seeing. Uh, 260 yards passing on 23 attempts. Uh, Tyreek Hill with 77 yards. Travis Kelsey with 74 yards. Um, two big performances there. Uh, Pringle with 37, 25, and McCall Hardman. And then numbers start to drop off from there. 25 is really not a lot of yards. And um, running the ball, like I said, 63 from uh, Clyde and 33 from Tyreek Hill on one attempt. Big run from him. We had a rushing touchdown from Travis Kelsey of a four-yard run. Kind of punched the ball in there. So... Like I said, this Chiefs team is uh, starting to come into full, and they're starting to look a little bit better uh, compared to where they started this year, uh, that is at least. And another team that's really starting to shock me now, I thought with Russell Wilson coming back, this team would start to fill into their shoes, start to become that team that they were before his injury, and they really haven't meshed well as a team, uh, for lack of better words there. I mean, Russell Wilson on two weeks in a row has scored minimal fantasy points, minimal, and he's not allowing his offense the opportunity to move the ball down the field. If you can't pass the ball effectively, that shuts out an entire role of the team. And so if you can't pass the ball, your run game is going to be shut down because you can't pass the ball, so they're expecting the run. And it showed there with uh, 21 attempts on James Conner, 6 attempts from Colt McCoy. I said Colt McCoy. This is the other team. I apologize. Um, Reading the wrong stat lines here. Going over here, we had a total of 16, 17. 19 attempts uh, running the ball throughout the game between various runners. 19 attempts, and they had 26 attempts passing the ball. So they're not really having much production running the ball. They're not having much production passing the ball. They need to get something figured out because you do have Russell Wilson back. You do have all your targets there with Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, uh, Gerald Everett, you have your attempt you have your guys there you still got collins as as your lead back all your guys are there so why this team is struggling the way they are i think has a lot to do with russell wilson not being physically prepared to play and it shows in fantasy production it shows in his stat lines it shows in on the field when you watch him play He's just not complete yet, and I want to give him a couple more weeks, but as 
for me, holding out on him in fantasy, it's not working out. Not at all. I don't want to have to go pick up a quarterback and drop him for someone else to pick him up, and then he explodes that week, and, and he stays hot that point on. But with that being said, um, the Cardinals ended up picking up that win on the road, 23-13. to 13. And, I mean, that kind of concludes the week. I we, we had Sunday night with the Steelers and Chargers, and the Chargers tried to take that one away with 41 points on the board, but the Steelers hung in there for 37 and um, that was uh, quite an electric game. I didn't stay up for the finish of it, but it, it was definitely a fun one to watch all the way through for as much as I was watching it. And then I didn't even watch the Buccaneers-Giants game, and so I'm looking at it now. Uh, the Buccaneers pulled away 30-10 to 10 on the Giants, and it's, it's kind of crazy and, and kind of ridiculous, man. The, this Giants team needs to figure out their quarterback. Uh, obviously, Daniel Jones is, is not the man. He's throwing way too many interceptions on the field. He's not completing on, on a high number. Um, and so they're having to rely heavy on Saquon Barkley, which they didn't even do against the Buccaneers. And it, it showed on, on the scoreboard. At the end of the day, you can't put points on the board. You only get 10, which is touchdown, extra point, and a field goal is what it amount, amounted to for him. They're not, there's nothing impressive about this team. Nothing good we can say. Tom Brady is not looking the greatest this year, but he's still looking like he's got it in him. Uh, Their defense is definitely wearing down on that Buccaneers side of the ball. Uh, The defense is not the team that we saw last year by any sort of the measure. I mean, this defense was number one in the league, I'm pretty sure, last year. And we're looking at them now this year, and... It seems to be they're almost a middle-of-the-road team. Through my eyes, they're a middle-of-the-road team on defense. I can name quite a few teams that are above them. And to think that where they were last year to where they are now, that drop-off is is quite incredible. But nonetheless, I mean, this Buccaneers team is 7-3. Still a strong record, but I'd like to see them win more convincingly. Is, is how I'm going to have to put that one. Win more convincingly. Uh, so, I'm going to cut this and we're going to go to a, a quick break and I'll be right back. Hey, so we're back and uh, we're going to hit over week 12, my predictions, and then we're also going to hit James's predictions as well kind of a side-by-side, going through kind of each game, what I see through the game. Uh, obviously, James isn't here, so I, I can't get his full in-depth review or any review at all over each game other than his weekly picks. So we're going to go down with me uh, in each game. I'm going to kind of briefly talk about some of the headlines maybe that cover the game or whatever it may be fantasy production and then run through the picks and then we're going to drop in some fantasy uh here at the very end of it all so uh, our first game is uh between the lions and bears at 12 30 on thursday which is today and uh this game could not be any more scary of a game to have to watch 
when you're out a starting quarterback on both teams and both teams are not electric at all, it's going to be a snooze fest. But I'm going to have to take the Bears over the Lions. I know James wants to pick the Lions, but he ended up picking the Bears on this one. So it it just shows you the faith he has in his team. And honestly, I kind of want to pick the Lions in this one because it shows the faith I have in my team at this point. Uh, But we're both going to go with the Bears here. And then this is kind of where we're going to differ here. We got uh, the Raiders and Cowboys game. That is a uh, 4-30 game. And I'm going to go with the Raiders. James is going with the Cowboys. and or Yeah, he's going with the Cowboys in this one. Uh, the Raiders have a lot of missing pieces. They're not looking like the team that we expected them to be at the beginning of the season. So there's a lot of holes on this Raiders team. And the Cowboys, they look complete. They look like like the team to, to have to chase down. Uh, despite losing last week, um, I, I don't think it phases them. Not not one bit. Um, like I said, this Cowboys team, they, they have all the right pieces to win, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to go out there, and and, and they're going to they're gonna show this Raiders team exactly what's up. But I expect the Raiders to come out to play. I'm going to pick the Raiders. And then, like I said, James has picked the Cowboys. So this would be kind of a game to watch, uh, at least for both of us, because we're, we're going two different ways with it. Um, then we got the Bills and the Saints. I'm going with the Bills on this one, just because I know what the Bills are capable of. Although, here in recent terms, the Bills have not been as electric as they have been. I think that the, the Bills have it made out. Um, they got a, a better defense than the Saints offense. They're, the Bills offense has plenty of weapons to dismantle the Saints defense. And I think this Bills team is, is going to walk away with the win here. So let's check out. Let's see what James has in store for this game. Jeez. Uh, He's got the Saints in this one. So another game where we're kind of back and forth. I don't see it happening. I think this is probably going to be his upset of the week is the Saints over the Bills. Now I say upset. Like I said, this Bills team has not been strong here recently. So call it either way you want. I'm still going to call it an upset. This is a very strong Bills team. And I'm going with the Bills on this one. And he's going to pick the Saints between the Steelers and Bengals. Uh, This is actually an interesting pick. He picked the Steelers on this one. And depending on who's playing this game might be who I go for. Um, We got TJ Watt. He's starting to return to practice. Hopefully we can see him play. Um, I mean, he was only limited uh, limited in practice on Wednesday. So hopefully he gets back out on the field. Um, and, and that's kind of the big one there. I mean, he's an electric part of this defense. Uh, forces a lot of turnovers. Gets a lot of quarterback rushes. Uh, great guy uh, as far as on the field. And um, I'm, I'm hoping he can make a difference in this game. I'm hoping that his limit is run him as much as we can until he says no. And I hope he doesn't say no. Uh, because... This is going to probably be the biggest difference maker in the whole game. And uh, so I'm going to look for 
the uh, the Bengals to pick this one up. Uh, like I said, um, if we have TJ Watt healthy, I'm going with the Steelers. But it doesn't look like he's going to be entirely healthy. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. James is going with the Steelers on this one. So, so far, we've only agreed on one pick. So this is going to be uh, quite interesting for our records. Between Carolina Panthers and the Miami Dolphins. Um, I'm going to go with the Panthers here. And I think James is going to go with the Panthers as well. Uh, just got that one in. So he's going with the Panthers over the Dolphins in Miami on Sunday. I think that is a very safe pick. Uh, the Dolphins are just a very weak team right now. They're, they've ha- they have a, all the pieces on their defense to become a, a really good defense. They just haven't shown it this year. Uh, they showed it last year, and then this year it's, it's non-existent. Uh, this Panthers team is electric and static to have Cam Newton back in their lineup with Christian McCaffrey uh, playing out there. It's hopefully we can see Cam Newton do what he did in Carolina several years ago when he was there, do it again this year. So, and I I think he can. Uh, Relearning that offense, I don't think it's going to be very hard for him. And getting to play with Christian McCaffrey, I think this can open up this Panthers team wide open on offense and, and make it more electric. So, I look to see the Panthers in this one, and so does James. Between the Eagles and Giants, I'm going to go with the Eagles on this one. Um, the Giants just come off of a brutal loss uh, to Tampa, and I, I, I don't see the Giants uh, beating the Eagles uh, not one bit. So, I mean, there's not much I can say here. Both teams aren't all too impressive uh, this year, so... We're going to stick with the Eagles pick and, and, and move it forward between the Titans and Patriots. I have the Titans on this one. And uh, I'm looking at it. And James also has the Titans here. Mm, God, this is it's a rough week here uh, on this one. Uh, I, I don't know what the, the spread looks like and, and what they're truly calling on this one. Um, as far as betting odds... Otherwise, I would have something to add there to it. But, I mean, both teams are, are fairly healthy, uh, running at full capacity, very good records on both sides of the team, playoff contention here for both of them. I just see the Titans as a stronger team, not by much. Uh, Bill Belichick has really worked in with Matt Jones very well, and he's really starting to fill, fill in that offense. Uh, they're starting to really work around him and, and really create those weapons and, and, and utilize him the way he should be utilized. Mac Jones is looking impressive as a rookie quarterback. I'm not going to say he looks great. He just looks impressive. Uh, and then on the Titan side, they got more veteran uh, behind more veterans, I guess, on that team than the Patriots do, at least on the offensive side. I know the Patriots have a very... Uh, well-spread defense here uh, as far as age goes. But I see the, the Titans being able to pull this one out in New England. Between the Falcons and Jaguars, I'm going to pick up the Jaguars on this one just because it's a crapshoot and I don't see anything else here happening. Um, 
trying to see where his pick is at on this one. I don't think he has a pick on this one. So we're just kind of kind of skip this one here. Uh, gonna have to null and void my pick because I don't see his pick there. Between the Buccaneers and the Colts, the Colts have looked hot. Uh, it's gonna be in Indianapolis. Uh, they're really working in uh, Pittman very well. Very sad that I ended up losing him to the waiver wires because right now I could use uh, another good, strong flex, and Pittman is definitely that spot. But I'm going to have to pick up the Buccaneers on this one, Tampa Bay, and uh, Tom Brady, and everybody he has behind him. Uh, their defense that has several holes right now, but I think the Buccaneers are going to be able to hold in strong and uh, beat the Colts. Seeing what he picked, he picked the Bucks as well. So it uh, looks like we, we both agree on this one as well. So not too much craziness going on here in Indianapolis at all. But uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers in a, in a close game uh, against the Colts. And I'm going to pick up the uh, Texans over the Jets. And that's where he went as well, Texans. And then he picked the Chargers over the Broncos. And with the Broncos not having a good run game uh, here recently, Melvin Gordon's not really that strong of a back. He's starting to to get back into it again, but it's not consistent yet. Austin Eckler's doing an amazing job. Uh, then you have their wide receiver core, which is outstanding right now, by the way. Um, and, and they're able to make plays, so... I'm going to pick the Chargers. I think that's pretty easy. The Broncos' defense is not all that strong. I think we expected them to be a lot better than what they are right now, and they're just not there. So uh, I think that's an easy pick for me going with the Chargers, and I think he also picked the Chargers as well. Um, our next game we have is between the Rams and Packers. I don't like the Packers, so I'm just going to go with the Rams. Nothing I can say about this game other than I just don't like the Packers. So we're going with the Rams on this one. And uh, that's where he went. He went with the Rams. I'm pretty sure he has a much deeper reason for picking the Rams, whether it be for quarterback play, uh, receivers, running backs, or defense. Uh, it, it could be any of them, all of them, a combination of them. I don't have a true analysis. I just don't like the Packers. So... I decided I'm going to go with the Rams. Between the Browns and the Ravens, uh, the Ravens come off of a very close win against uh, my team. So knowing that the Ravens seem to play to their competition uh, all year long is, is how I'm going to put it. They play to their competition. So if their competition's stronger, they seem to look a lot stronger. If their competition's weaker, they seem to not have as great of a week. Uh, so for that reason, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the Browns and I'm going to go with the Browns over the Ravens and James has picked the Ravens so I'm kind of curious as to why he picked the Ravens on this one um yes they do have plenty of weapons yes their defense is really good this year I'm, I'm not seeing it obviously the Browns lost Odell uh that's a a piece that's missing obviously they weren't targeting them as much as he would have liked to so kind of curious to see how this week's going to roll without him uh, but nonetheless I am going to stick with the Browns over the Ravens and then I'm going to pick the Seahawks over Washington 
just so I can hopefully have a good fantasy production out of my quarterback this week. And that's where he went to. He went with the Seahawks over Washington. Washington just has not looked strong enough for me. Um, So that's kind of where I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with the Seahawks over Washington. And uh, so that kind of concludes our picks uh, for the week, kind of going through, talking about each week. Now I I, want to kind of switch gears up just one last time on y'all. It kind of talked fantasy because this last week was quite interesting for me so let's see if I can sign in here and pull up some of these uh, numbers from last week I as you all know my my team doesn't really change all that often Uh, I did move up from fourth to third in my league it is a 10 man league so I am in the top three so I am going to give myself an imaginary pat on the back on that one but here in week 11, I did make some interesting pickups. I picked up Devonta Smith. I picked up Robbie Gold and the Titans defense for this week. So those were my three big pickups of the week. Uh, obviously, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire came off of his injury status. Um, so I left him in the reserve slot. I didn't even move him up. And I ran with my two running backs, me and Devin Singletary an Austin Eckler, and then I had Devonta Smith in that flex spot. So uh, kind of looking down my team here, I had a 41-point outing on Austin Eckler on an astounding week. He just scored the ball at will, punched it in, I think, for four times. And if that wasn't enough on a 41-point showing, I had a 37.2 uh, showing here for Justin Jefferson. I had quite an amazing week there. Stephon Diggs dropped 18.3 points, just barely short of his actual fantasy production. Uh, My kicker, Devonta Smith, dropped 12 points, or I said Devonta Smith, Robbie Gold dropped me 12 points. It's just, it was was one of those weeks I I just couldn't miss on on player points. And uh, to kind of give you an idea here, if I look up my moves I had oh that's a bad pickup on him this guy just dropped Tyler Boyd and added Darnell Mooney knowing Darnell Mooney is not the top target for Andy Dalton I hope he doesn't want to run Darnell Mooney this week um and we had someone drop Tyler Conklin who I might be inclined to pick up because he is basically the only tight end in Minnesota uh worth using I don't know what his uh week to week looks like as far as fantasy production, so I'm going to have to keep an eye on that. So I ended up dropping my 49er defense and picked up Tennessee, dropped Matt Prater for Robbie Gold, and then I dropped Kenneth Gainwell and picked up Devonta Smith. Uh, that was kind of what I did that week, and it was just enough for me to uh, to get that win. And then the last thing I ended up doing was dropping Alex Collins for Devin Singletary, And Singletary did just enough uh, to get me that win as well. So made quite a few moves and ended up having a 146-point fantasy week, which is really good, uh, at least for my team, uh, because I'm always having to go through that waiver wire, always having to go through, try to mock up some trades. Obviously, I haven't had any successful trades Maybe I'm too aggressive, uh, but I, I do fantasy. I do put my team in 
my priorities above anyone else's. So I could be a bit stingy, I guess, on, on that front. So looking kind of good. Uh, moving into next week and what my lineup looks like for next week uh, for you guys. I have Russell Wilson as my starting quarterback, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson. I got Dallas Goddard. And this is where things get interesting. Every week is that flex spot. Who do I really want to put in there? Right now I have Devonta Smith still in there. Uh, but I'm really thinking about putting in Terry McLaurin. He seems to consistently be putting up good numbers. Good enough to start, at least in that flex spot. I still have Jamison Crowder, who is doing very well. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, if he was not on by, he would also be very much so considered for that spot. So uh, this flex spot for me, I have plenty of options. It's just who do I want to run? I was running Antonio Brown in that slot for a while, but he is doubtful for this game. He did miss last week as well. So... If he can come back, which I'm not seeing it happen, if he could come back, he might get that start as well. So a lot of things are are starting to shape up for this team. I I did start out like one and three. That's how I started the season out, and now I'm seven and four. So I'm I'm on a pretty good win streak right now. And uh, so that's kind of kind of my fantasy lineup. What we're looking like. Uh, some of the top. Free agents right now, and at least in my league, would be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, we got Mark Ingram, uh, Nick Folk. The Ravens' defense are, are amongst some of the top there. N- nothing too crazy. The most added players, uh, the top five most added players, we have Cam Newton at number one. Uh, Kirk Cousins, another top pickup. Tyrod Taylor, Mac Jones, and Tyler Heineke. If you could pick up Mac Jones, I would do it just because he's looking very strong. I'm not too high on Tyler Heineke. I don't know how long he's going to to be the solution. I don't think he is a solution. Uh, He just looks good at random. So I I would never take my bet on him just because of how unpredictable he is. Tyrod Taylor, kind of the same situation. To me, it's, he's just not worth it. Cam Newton is a very good pickup. If you could pick him up, I would pick him up. And like I said, Kirk Cousins being the second most picked up player. Coming off of an impressive week, he is a solid quarterback. I've always said he is a solid fantasy quarterback. Uh, doesn't seem to turn the ball over as far as interceptions and fumbles are concerned. As often as some of the other ones making him a very good viable option so kind of keep that in mind uh also know you got injuries to worry about you have locker room talk all right kind of keep track of the locker room talk in in a situation right if you got a player who's talking out against the team and, and and there's a whole bunch of management issues or whatever going on in that team that could also affect performance kind of keep that in the back of your mind as you're going through so there's kind of a lot of things going on i'd like to hear what some of your guys's picks are so i will drop uh my socials down you can contact me through my socials got a lot of big things coming out 
hopefully we're going to be dropping uh, some merch here soon. Uh, I don't know if I'd have a store or if you'd have to contact me directly. We're working on that very tightly right now. So a lot of things are kind of shaping up uh, for the podcast. So uh, anything you guys want to hear, anything you want to see done, always open to suggestions. Drop it in an email. Hit me up on the socials. I will have all of that linked in the description. But with that being said, I think we're going to wrap this up. Call today, and I'll see you guys back next week.